active. Father, every resistance to the preaching of God's word, every critical spirit, we bind them in the name of Jesus. May Christ be exalted in this house. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We've been talking about from the title, Do You Know? Praise the Lord. Do you know? Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. A quick recap of what we shared last week. Last week we said that God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. And we need to understand from the scripture that God's plan for our lives does not, he does not intend or mean to harm any one of us. His plans are that all of us should prosper. And when the Bible talks about prosperity, it talks about prosperity in every realms of our lives. Spirit, soul, body. God wants every one of us to experience the bliss and the blessing that he has ordered and ordained for our lives. Praise God. We talked about the hope that he has for us. The hope unlike the world that gives us hope which are fragmented, which are broken and shattered. The hope that God gives is a special kind of hope. And hope with an unending scope. That's what we said. And we said that God has a future planned for you and for me. And the future that God has planned for us has no end to the sight. Praise God. That's the kind of future God has planned for us. So we can be assured of the fact that God is not a sadist who gets a kick out of seeing his people suffer. But rather, through every season of our lives, God wants to see us propelled by his power to rise up to every challenge, become an overcomer, and reach the destiny that God has ordained for us. So shall we move on with what we are talking? Last week we touched on the life of Jesus, how Jesus' life was ordered and in order with the will of God. Praise God. We said that Christ always in his mind had the will of God as top priority. My meat is to do the will of the one who has sent me and to finish the task at hand. So that's what we, we, we touched on, Christ doing the will of the Father. Shall we move on? Paul writing to the Romans, he is saying, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Praise God. God has a will for you and for me. One. Number two, God wants you and me to know his will 
for you and for me. Praise the Lord. If he has a will for my life, if he has a will for your life, he definitely wants you and I to be aware of it, to know it, and to actually experience that in our life. Praise God. God's will, as we study God's word, comprises of the general will of God for all the general will of God as it is revealed in the scriptures for all the believers and the will of God for each of us personally, specifically, custom cut made, designed for you, one with your name written on it. Praise God. And God wants you and I to understand that. Praise God. Okay, so the first one is God's revealed general will for everyone. What is that? We read in the scripture, God wants everyone to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Praise God. What else is there? We understand the scripture talks about for the believers that we have been called to be holy and blameless. This is God's will for us that we be holy and blameless. Praise the Lord. What else? For all of us, for all of the believers, God wants us to realize that the will of God for us is sanctification. That we should be set apart. That we should not be part of the immoral impurity that exists in the world around us. So likewise, we see that God has a general will, revealed will for each and every one of our lives. At the same time, it is important for us to understand that God has a personal will for your life and my life. Praise the Lord. How do we know? Well, the scripture tells us all over we can read how, what the scripture says about that. Um, Paul, writing to the Corinthians, puts it like this. 1 Corinthians 1.1 1, 1, That Paul, who has been called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. God didn't call everybody to be an apostle, but he, the call of God upon Paul was a specific call, a call to be an apostle. Let me tell you, if God has a call for you, if God has a will for you, I want you to know God wants to reveal it to you. He does not want to keep it as a mystery or a suspense as if you have to be in the dark about it. No, if he has a will for you, he wants to reveal it to you and to me. Praise God. If that's the case, of course, the question that comes into our mind is, how is it that we can discover God's will for our lives? Praise God. Hey, why is it it seem, why does it seem so hard for us to discover the will of God. Silence. 
is it that it seems that it's so hard for us to discover the will of God? Praise God. If you and I, we are the children of God, and if our heavenly Father has a plan for our lives, don't you think he will reveal it to us 100%? He will reveal it to us. If that's the case, why is it so, so there is so much pressure and tension and we tend to go through so many emotions to get to know what God desires to do in, to, in our lives? Quite often, people are baffled. They don't know what to do. They are always trying to grapple. They are always trying to find what God wants to do in and through their lives. As you read the scripture, we will understand that God is more interested in revealing his will for your life and my life more than you and I think about. But quite often, we are entangled in finding information from him. In other words, we want to use God as an information center. We want to get to know things from God about our lives. And when we realize what is the heart of God concerning our lives, more than just simply furnishing information to you and to me. God wants him to be an intricate, intricate part of your life and my life. In other words, before furnishing the information about your life and my life, God wants you and me to get into an intimate relationship with him. Praise God. God wants you and I to get intimate with him. Praise God. As we search the scripture to know the mind of God concerning our lives, we need to understand he is not just simply an information center who wants to simply dispel information to you and to me but rather he wants you and I to get into an intimate relationship with him. God wants every episode, every event of our life to come out in such a manner that we come out stronger in our faith, stronger in our trust, stronger in our reliance on him. To God, what is priority is that you and I enter into an intimate relationship with him. Praise the Lord. What are we looking for? Are we just looking for information or do we want to be intimate with him? Praise God. What are we looking for? Are we looking just for a revelation or do we want a relation? Quite often we want revelation from the scripture. Revelation about what God's will is. But God wants us to enter into a relationship with him before getting that revelation about what God intends to do through our lives. Rather than just tap 
tapping into the word of God to gather some information. He wants you and me to get into an intimate relationship with him. Quite often people are intimidated by to approach the Lord and to know the mind of God concerning our lives. Know the Bible says perfect love casteth out what? Fear. Praise God. So when there is intimacy, when there is communion, it supersedes communication. It's not just simply trying to find out something about our life, but getting intimate with him. Praise God. As we get intimate with him, he unveils the plan concerning our lives. Praise God. Yes, that's what we understand from the word of God. God has a plan for you and for me. Last week we reminded you that the will of God will not take you where the grace of God will not keep you. Many are intimidated. They feel, they feel that God has something for them planned which is very intimidating. Let me tell you, if you are in the will of God, that does not keep any one of us immune from challenges, hurdles, opposition, problems, persecution. All these things will come. But the one who has planned a plan for you has will also supply ample measure of grace to overcome every challenges of our life. Praise God. There is God's will for our life and we have our own will. Praise God. We have our own plans and our own desires. What is it that God desires? God desires that we submit our will to his will. Praise God. A submissing submission of our will to God's will. Praise God. Even when it sound, when it seems to be insurmountable, even when it seems that there is so much pressure, the moral for us is, as Jesus prays, prayed, Lord, let not my will, but let your will be done. Praise God. We need to understand that it is important for us to discover and to discern the will of God for our life. Praise God. Discovery of the will of God about our life is directly linked to the one who has a plan and purpose for our lives. As he works to reveal himself to us, he wants us to walk away through this process of getting to know him in a deeper, in a way that we have never, ever known before. Praise God. Can you pull out from your memory bank an episode or an event when you sought the face of God for direction concerning any part of your life? And as God unveiled it to you, didn't you come out of that episode or an event with a fresh wave of love, of passion, 
and an understanding about the God that loves you and has a plan for you. Praise God. Every such event, we should come out with a deeper appreciation and a deeper love for the Lord who has planned great things for our life. Praise God. Apostle Paul is saying, how is it that we can discover God's will for our lives? And how is it that we are able to discern the will of God concerning our life? As we immerse ourselves in the Holy Scripture, as we saturate our lives with the Word of God, praise God, we tend to understand what God's will is concerning our lives. Praise God. Do not conform yourself to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what God's will is, is good, acceptable, and perfect will. God wants you to know his will for our lives. See, every one of us falls under these two categories. There are the conformers and there are the transformers. Praise God. Conformers who are constantly do not be conformed to the patterns of the world. In other words, do not follow or go pattern your life according to the world, but be transformed. Either we are a conformer to the world or we are transformed day to day. God wants every one of his children to be transformer. There is a constant evolving that is taking place in both these categories. The conformers are evolving. The transformers are evolving. The confirmers are evolving to the patterns of the world. In other words, the world wants to control your mind and to bring us to the moldings of this world. God wants to not control our mind. He wants to transform our mind by the renewing of our mind. Praise God. The world puts pressure on us so that we will conform ourselves to what we see around. See, constantly the world around us is imposing pressure upon us so that we become like them, we talk like them, we act like them, we walk like them, we dress like them. Everything around us is trying to impose its influence on us, knowingly or unknowingly. The world tends, the culture around us, the worldly culture around us is trying to impose or put the pressure on us so that we will become like the world. Praise God. But God wants to transform us. When the world put pressure from the outside, God releases his 
power from the inside so that we will be transformed. When the world wants us to become like the world, God wants us to fashion our life according to the word. Praise God. When the world wants to make sure that we become like the world, God wants us to become like the word. Praise God. The patterns of the word. Praise God. The word Jesus himself. And he releases the power from inside so that we can become like his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. That's what the word, the, the, the word of God wants us to become like. Both in, both in this category, we see that there is evolving going on. One is marching to the drumbeat of the world. The other one is marching to the drumbeat of the world. Either we all are trying to become like someone else. Or we can say, I don't care what the world has to say. I will not come under the grip or the mold of the world. That's up to you and me where we are going to yield ourselves to. Praise the Lord. We could be like the thermometer. Which what? What does the thermometer do? Adjusting to the temperature of the culture. Or like a thermostat changing the climate of the culture. Can you imagine the frustration that is involved? If we are like we are the conformers, like the thermometer, always trying to change, always trying to change. Can you imagine if we are following someone and is trying to imitate that person? By the time we start imitating that person or by the time we start imitating a fad or a fashion or a trend, by the time we reach there, we will see that they have already evolved and you are left behind. We want to look cool. Some want to be very hot. Praise God. But whether we want to be cool or not, by the time we reach that stage, we feel, we find that the world has already changed and you are in a constant pursuit but God wants us to imitate his son Jesus Christ he does not want us to be like a thermometer but he wants us to be like a thermostat which controls the temperature around praise the Lord so what can we do about it the Bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word transformed comes from the root word metamorpho or metamorphosis. It talks about the two times that the, this particular term comes is seen in Matthew chapter 17 verse 2 where Jesus was transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration. And what would happen to the children of God when we see the Lord as it is recorded in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that we would become like him. Praise God. There is a wrong notion of transformation around the world. People feel that immediately there is going to be a total transformation. God works from the inside out in each and every one of us 
if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God wants us to experience that newness, walking in the newness of life. But quite often, like a man who came from the back mountains of Tennessee, from the woods of Tennessee, he came into the city. And when he came into the city, he found that everything around him was different. Living in the woods, living in a remote place, he had never seen any of the luxuries, the amenities, or any of the system that a city has. He was baffled as he walked around the city. And as he went through the, through the mall, he saw an elevator and he was so intrigued when he saw an elevator in the mall. It's one of those elevators with glass casing where you can see people go up and down. And he just stood there and, star, and just started staring at it as people went in and go up and down. He was like, whoa, what is this? He stepped right into the front of the elevator getting ready to get into the elevator when whoosh this old elderly lady hobbling got into the elevator closed the door when the man was just looking like this went up he waited for his turn patiently and the elevator came down back again opened up and boom out came a young attractive lady walking brisk and looking very sharp and smart, the man who came from the wood looked into the elevator, turned around and called his son, Billy, would you please tell your mother to hop into this elevator? Many people think transformation is like this. Praise God. Transformation as God has ordered, it works from the inside out that's why the bible says the renewal of our mind the renewal of our mind we are programmed to think in a certain way because the world is constantly exerting its influence and pressure upon us and god wants us to renew our mind how do we renew our mind we renew our mind by the word of god praise god in other words our perspectives should change we should be armed with a godly perspective we should be armed with a heavenly perspective renewal of our mind praise god believing what god says about us not what the world says about us praise god what does god say about us that we are his children that we are his chosen one that we are his treasured possession behold what manner of love the father has lavished upon us so that we shall be called the children of god the world does not know us because the world did not know him god calls us his children we are his treasured possession believe what god says about us believe that allow that to transform the way that you and i think renew your mind 
by the word of God. Praise God. What will happen? Your, your, your whole life and lifestyle will become transformed. Praise God. How are we transformed? By keeping our mind, our thoughts on word of God and God himself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not by just simply the impartation of information, but getting into a deeper communion with him. Praise God. That's what God wants to do. Praise God. See, when we study God's word, we will realize that if we want to know the will of God concerning our lives, one, we need to renew our mind. There has to be a transformation that takes place. And God's children should pray. Pray what? Pray to be filled with the knowledge of his will. As Apostle Paul prays for the church in Colossae, he prayed that they should be filled with the knowledge of his will. Praise God. Not just understanding the general will of God for all of our lives, but to be filled with the knowledge of his will. You know, when you read the prayer of Epaphras, Epaphras prayed. What did he pray? That there will be what? Anybody remember Epaphras' prayer? That they may be perfect, mature, and fully assured about the will of, about all of the will of God. Praise God. Listen, this has to become a part of our prayer. We pray for so many things, this and that, and everything is good. We need, our needs are important to us. Our needs are also important to the Lord. But we have to pray, Lord, fill me with the knowledge of your will. Lord, help me to know your will concerning me and help me to stand firm in the will of God. God has not called us, any one of us, to be wobblers. One moment here, the other the moment there. But stand firm in all of the will of God, assured and fully matured. This is what God desires from each and every one of us. Praise God. Yes, this is how G.W. Truett puts this. He says, to know the will of God is the greatest knowledge. And to do the will of God is the greatest achievement. Praise God. To know the word, the will of God is the greatest knowledge. Shall we pray, Lord, as I continue to accumulate knowledge in this world, help me so that I may be filled with the knowledge of your will. Not only to know the will of God, but also to what? To do the will of God so that I become the great achiever that God wants us to be. Praise God. How is it that we can know God's will for our lives? When we study the scripture, we can see that God has put markers in the scripture where we can align ourselves to his will without going wrong in our life. Quite often, we grapple with this question, which is which? 
my will, God's will. Don't know which is which. But when we have an understanding of God's will concerning our life, we yield ourselves to His will, submit ourselves to His will, so that His will will be fulfilled in your life. When you know, don't know which way to turn, what is it that we do? Praise God. I said that we can discover the will of God and we also need to learn or to orient ourselves to discern the will of God concerning our life. When you search the scripture, you can understand, number one, we need to have an understanding about the scripture, about God's word, understand the word of God, understand the revealed will of God and act on it. That's the first step that you and, you and I should follow in our lives. Praise God. In other words, align ourselves to the, to the will of God that is already mentioned in the Bible. Hello. Align ourselves to the will of God that is already made explicit and clear in the scripture. That's the first step. Praise God. Why? Because God, when you come to this part of your life, let me tell you, God will never lead you to contradict his explicit return revealed will of God. He will not do it. Praise the Lord. God will not, he will not lead you to contradict the explicit revealed will of God which is given clearly in the scripture. Praise the Lord. That's very important that we understand. Let me give you an, let me give you an example so that we understand what we are talking about. See, he will never lead a husband to leave his wife and go after a woman who is intelligent, smarter, beautiful than his current wife. God will never do it. God will never lead a wife to leave her husband and go after an intelligent, much more intelligent man. God will never do it. God will never lead a teenager, a son and a daughter to rebel against their parents. God will not do it. Praise God. God will never lead anyone to get into an extramarital affair. That is not God's will. Praise God. See, we need to understand that we need to align ourselves with the revealed will of God if we have to know God's specific will for our life. When we walk in obedience to the revealed will of God, that is when you and I will be able to discern the specific personal custom cut will for our life. Praise the Lord. 
Praise God. Listen to what Jesus said. I want to read what Jesus said. This is how Jesus put it in John 14, 21. Jesus says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. Listen to this. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Listen, we started by saying, don't treat God as an information center. Before giving out information, he wants us to enter into a relationship with him. What? A love relationship with him. Now, how is it that we know that we love him? Not by singing, Jesus, I love you. That is good. We should sing, Jesus, I love you. I love you, Lord, all those things. But Jesus says, if you love me, you shall keep my commandment. Praise the Lord. So he says, prove your love to me by keeping my commandment. I have given you explicit, specific clear will that you need to abide by. When you do that, I love you, my Father will love you, and I will manifest myself to you. When you are seeking direction in your life, praise God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, will manifest and give you the direction that you need in your life. We all come to the crossroads of our lives when we don't know where to turn, how to turn, where to go. When that happens in our lives, we need to check ourselves and ask ourselves, am I living in obedience to the revealed will of God? When I am living in obedience to the revealed will of God, God will definitely unveil his purpose for you and for me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we develop a lifestyle which is in harmony with God and his word, then discerning the will of God does not become soft. When we are in conflict with the revealed will of God, then discerning the mind of God, will of God, becomes a challenge because our reasonings are clouded. Praise God. We have not allowed a renewal of our mind by the word of God. Praise God. Yes, so number one, we need to do what? We need to abide, be obedient to the revealed will of God. Shall we move on? Praise the Lord. Second thing that we need to know is that Bible is full of principles. Praise God. The Bible is full of commandments that God wants us to follow. And when we follow the commandments, God will make his plan clear, crisp for us. Number two, there are principles in God's word. What are those principles? The principles of God's word shall be through a few uh, examples from the Bible. One of the principles of God's word is, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. Praise God. 
it's a principle in the Bible that's given that what you sow, you will reap. Praise God. If you sow love, you will reap love. If you sow forgiveness, you will reap forgiveness. If you sow mercy, you will reap mercy. If you sow hatred, you will reap hatred. So that is the principle in God's word. Praise God. So as we are searching God's will for our lives, we will come against principles that ought to govern our lives. We need to align ourselves to the revealed will of God, the commandments of God, and make sure that we understand the principles of God's word and follow those principles. Anybody can tell us what some other principles are? Anybody? Tell me. Nobody? That's a direct command with a promise. Praise the Lord. Yes? Any children want to say anything about the command that their parents have to do? No? Give and it shall be given. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall be given into your laps. That's a principle. Praise God. You give, it will be given to you. Another principle that we read in Proverbs 11.24, there is one who scatters yet Increase there is one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. In other words, the principle here is when you withhold, it diminishes, when you release us, praise God, it multiplies. So the Bible is full of principles that we can apply to our life and our life experience as we are trying to discern the will of God for our lives. Praise God. Folks, we cannot be living in disobedience to the revealed will of God and understand what God plans to do in our lives. When we commit ourselves to obey what God's plan is for our lives, and then understand the principles given in the word and apply it to our life, step by step, he would unveil his plan for your life. Praise God. I'm not done, but I want to finish this particular, particular segment. Praise God. So as we are trying to understand the will of God concerning our lives, we need to hear him clearly. Praise God. Can we, do we hear him clearly? How is it that we can hear him clearly? Number one, through what? Through the word voice. What is the word voice? As you read the scripture, again, not for information, but as you pour yourself out, the scripture will become lively for you. Learn to fall in love with God's word. As you immerse yourself in the scripture, you will hear God speaking to you. Praise God. The Logos word of God. As you continue to immerse yourself, praise God. Be obedient to the word of God. You will find the Rhema word here 
which is custom cut for you. The rhema word, when you show it to someone else, might not be applicable to their situation. But when you are in obedience, not in conflict, in harmony with God and his word, this will speak to you concerning your life. You and I have to learn to hear the word voice. Second, the still small voice. Praise God. Quite often we tend to look for that supernatural thunder. But God will speak to you and to me in a still small voice. Yes, he does. He, we can, he will speak to you. Third, praise God. As the prophet Isaiah says, as you come to the crossroads of your life, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the road. Take this road. Praise God. Finally, you will hear the voice inside you. What is that? The Holy Spirit in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me just say one more thing. Jesus said, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he shall guide you into all the truth. Praise God. Holy Spirit will guide you into all the truth. What is truth? God is truth. What is truth? Jesus is truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. What is truth? The word of God is truth. John 17, 17. What is truth? The Holy Spirit is truth. Holy Spirit, the inside, the indwelling Holy Spirit will speak to you. Brothers, sisters, let's learn to hear the voice of the Spirit speaking to us. Let's learn to hear the word voice speaking to us. When God's word speaks to us, when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, it will never contradict the revealed written word of God. Shall we conclude? Praise God. The question is, if we have to hear, we need to have good connection. Tell your neighbor, we need to have good connection. We need to have what? Good connection. How is the connection? How is your connection? Praise God. I'm not talking about your telephone. How is your connection? We're not talking about your Wi-Fi, but your spirit fi Meaning what? Do you hear him speak to you? No, it's not a myth. The Bible says, Romans 8.14, those who are led by the Spirit of God are called the children of God. When you go through situations in your life, ask the Lord to direct you, to guide you, but make sure that you're living in obedience to the revealed will of God. Apply the principles of God's Word to your life as you're trying to understand the mind of God concerning your life, concerning your situation. God does speak into our life. God has a plan for you and he wants you to prosper. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to have hope and he has a future plan for you and for me. For that, you and I have to align ourselves to the will of God. Do not conform yourself 
to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may know what God's will is, his good, acceptable, perfect will. God has a will for you. You and I have to discover and discern the will of God concerning our lives so that we are able to fulfill what God wants to do in our lives. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Father, we are grateful to you, Lord. We thank you for your will concerning our lives. Your will is that we become holy and blameless. Your will is that we be sanctified and set apart. Praise God. You desire, Father, as God's word says, hallelujah, the world and its desires will pass away, but he who does the will of God shall live forever. May we be filled with the knowledge of your will. May we stand firm, fully assured of the will of God concerning our lives. May we discover continue to discover as we immerse ourselves in your word and may we discern the will of God for our lives. Father, we pray that we would hear the word voice. We will hear the spirit voice speaking in us, for us, leading us and guiding us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.